What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Sports Medicine Broadcast, going fully digital with EMRs. We're live at the Dragonfly Podcast, Dragonfly Max Podcast Lounge here in Las Vegas during NATA 2019. I'm joined here today with Danny Beringer, 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 yes, sir, and Christopher Dean. They're going to help me. They're going to walk me through some of the struggles they've had in going uh, digital with an EMR. Uh, give me some experiences because this is something I'm interested in. I want to go EMR and, and fully digital with my school, and I'm experiencing some things. So to have you guys here and, and, and to mentor me through this, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. Hopefully, Great. it would be nice if I was the only one, but I know I'm not the only one that's having these probably same questions. So um, thank you for joining us. We're gonna. You can join in the conversation at sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash fully digital EMR. Gentlemen, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having yeah. us. So other than the obvious, why go digital with an EMR? Uh, ease um, and the portability of it. I don't know any athletic trainer who sits in a single solitary place 24-7 and you know can only uh, do stuff from, from a, a paper file location. Um, and then also the security of it, for the most part, um, you don't need to have it in a locked door in a locked cabinet um and just the accessibility as well i mean you've got a lot of stakeholders who want access to that information be it coaches parents um even athletes themselves who want the information and, and especially if you're conveying rehab instructions treatment time schedules that kind of stuff uh it's, it's just beneficial for everyone uh my situation is a little bit different i our clinic has an outreach program, and our physicians, uh, both in the clinic itself and across the, the different service lines that participate in the care of the athletes, wanted to have direct access to the notes from the athletic trainer um, as they saw the kids. And it's just an opportunity to get the information to them that much faster, ensure a better level of continuity of care, and make sure at the end of the day that we're all on the same page. So you both have different stories of how you've gone into a digital EMR uh, go ahead and share that, that, that story of how you've gone or you've transitioned from the paper dinosaur age into 2019. So I actually started, so I, I am a program director for a hospital based in Bryan, Texas. Um, the, the schools we have and our hospital, no one had any sort of uh, official documentation processes in place. Uh, so when I came on board, it was starting from literal scratch. Um, so you know, researching what options I had, especially with a very limited budget, uh, what was time consuming in itself. Um, and just, you know, I'll just disclose that we use Dragonfly Max as our, our, uh, EMR right now. Um, it, it has just been awesome in allowing us because I, I service many schools and organizations. It lets me keep all of that information in one area where I can access it at any time that I need to um, in one localized app and just being able to, you know, plug in athletes, plug in the schools, the sports, that kind of stuff, all that information, parent information, everything I need in, in one easy place. So it's, it's been really beneficial for me. I, uh, I was part of a small or a private independent orthopedic practice for 25 years and we had historically been on uh, paper charts for over 30 and in January of 2018 we merged with the local hospital system and became a part of that larger group practice 
uh, which necessitated us to transition into the EMR that they use, which is, is next gen. Um, it's not particularly designed for athletic trainers. Uh, it's a, an inventory EHR system. Uh, and so with having the outreach program and knowing that we had patient records off off-site that we needed to maintain and have the access to those, we were able to work with our IT department to customize NextGen and make appropriate charting forms for the athletic trainers that were easy to read, uh, conveyed the information that was needed and uh, made things as easy as we could for the athletic trainer to ensure compliance with the process. So, you know, we talked about before we, you and I, we, we all were kind of chatting a little bit. You know, I'm experiencing some roadblocks. How do you get through some of the roadblocks with, you know, on my end, it's the coaches, some of the stakeholders to get them to buy into it. Obviously, you have different stakeholders, different different roadblocks, but how did you overcome those or how did you kind of work through some of those issues? So when I first started considering, well, when I first started looking into EMRs and, and trying to figure out which one, I was worried about coaching staffs and, and administration buying into it as well. Um, I started it with just shooting an email, text messages to them saying, look, this is what I'm interested in doing and this is why. Uh, we're not protected in liability right now at all because of all this uh, and, and we need to be. So so this is why we need to do it and you know, this is what I'm wanting to do. It doesn't take anything from you. All you need to do is hit yes when it asks you to register or whatever. I put all your information in, that kind of stuff. Uh, so I think approaching it as a we need to do this. I'm doing all the work for you. You just have to say yes. You know, that they were very happy that I was looking out for them and, you know, willing to do all the work for them. Did you run into any issues where you would send out the request and, and just click yes, but nobody was clicking yes? There were a few coaches who are technologically challenged okay. and didn't know how to download the app. And I was more than happy to you know, hey, let me have your phone for five seconds. I'll download it. I'll hit yes. And now anytime one of your athletes has an injury, it's going to notify you on the phone. You don't have to do anything except click the notification if you want more information. Like, there's nothing you need to do other than hit that button. So, you know, if, if you have a question about it and you want to come talk to me, then shoot me a text, call me, come see me. Um, but as far as that aspect, I didn't have any pushback. So, The uh, stakeholders that make decisions for me, weren't the people I had to convince. I had to convince the end users and uh, whether it was the doctors or the, the staff or our athletic trainers, uh, there wasn't a choice whether we were going to go forward or not. It was how easy was that transition going to be. And so uh, we do have some technology, technologically challenged folks uh, that work for me. Um, and the key to it was education and training before we went live and giving them the opportunity to experience it, to make mistakes to have somebody there either in the group environment or a one-on-one -on -one environment that could walk them through, explain to them where the mistake happened, help them understand, and just continually reinforcing that they're doing good work and um, that it's going to make life easy. It's in quite on being quite honest, uh, the the initial startup period, it's much more inefficient and it's, it's cumbersome. Um, but as you learn the process and you um, become comfortable with it and get over that initial learning curve, and you start to see the value of the resource, people buy in quickly. And I think one of the major uh, cool things, for lack of a better term, that I found when we first started using this uh, was just finding the capabilities of, of a digital EMR. And people ask questions like, hey, can this 
happen with this EMR? Like, can we do this? Can we track this? And you're like, oh, yeah, we can. That's a great idea. Like, let's do that. That's something we wouldn't have done without an EMR. And now we can really easily. So let's go ahead and add that to this. And it's super easy. So you'll find through the questions that, that you can really explore all the options. I, I agree 100%. That's, it's critical to know what your EMR can do. Yeah. Um, and as you're reviewing EMRs, uh, they all have different features that make them that make them unique. And so uh, really identifying what's important to you and your stakeholders and how it'll integrate into your system and asking those questions before you make a decision to move forward with a specific product, uh, you really can set yourself up for success or give yourself a bigger chance of failure if you if you don't know what you're getting into. Yeah, you know, it's for me, it, it makes so much sense, right? Like I, I, I want to do it. I, I've, I've got the platform ready to go. And uh, I've, as I asked about the questions about the, the roadblocks and um, it, it makes sense to me. Um, what are some of the questions that you've received as to why we're going to this platform? So Danny, you use a different platform than Chris. What was the, wh why did you go with that one? And how did you uh, convey that message to your stakeholders? So my, my first answer is always, well, it's free. And secondly, it does everything I needed to do. Um, I researched a bunch of them and there were a few options that were free or really low cost. And this one just fit my setting the best uh, with regard to multiple schools, multiple sports, multiple stakeholders. Uh, and when you said that question, the first thing that popped to mind was my my boss, the CEO, saying, is this safe? Are we going to put ourselves at risk? And that's the question I get, too, yeah. is what's the catch? Right. It's free, but what's the catch? Yeah, so I haven't found a catch yet. Um, the The one limiting thing that I found that I'll tell people is is the treatment entry option and record entry option is not available on a desktop with Dragonfly. You can only do it on your phone. You can do almost everything else on the, on the desktop. Um, some people have no issue with that. Sometimes I do, sometimes I get annoyed, sometimes I wish I could just type it in because the phone gets annoying holding all the time. Um, but that's the only drawback I found. Um, the, the security with it has never been in question. Um, they have great, you know, guards in place for that. So, go ahead. Yeah, and I think one of the questions that you have to respond back, you know, it's not really always the best thing to respond with a question to a question, but... Uh, what's the cost of doing nothing? Um, what's the cost of a HIPAA or a FERPA violation? You know, that will pay for an EMR system many times over <laughs> just in one violation. Um, and so the standard of care is an EMR now. That's, that's the expectation. Um, patients expect it. Patients expect to be able to get their records electronically. That, uh, you know, other clinics expect it. Um, it, it, it it's not a question in my mind of whether you should have one. It's just which one should you find and which yeah. one should you implement? Yeah, that's uh, uh, that cost of doing nothing is a is a topic that we've talked about today a little bit, and and you know we're seeing more and more athletic trainers involved within legal cases, malpractice issues, and all it, it always comes back to the documentation piece. What did they document? if they document it, when the day document it. And having the EMR is simple because it's most likely going to be in your hand at the same time. And Danny, you said something uh, earlier where you're not having to shuffle through papers, essentially, during an injury, 
write yeah, down yeah. on a sticky note yeah. that you stick in your pocket. Hopefully, or you don't piece lose of tape or yeah, 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 those types of things. That makes it easier for the athletic trainer to relay those notes, keep them in a safe place, rather than having to worry if the door's locked, having to worry if the uh, the filing cabinet's locked, and and who has access to those things. Yeah, one of the things that I personally like and one of my providers like is the ability to we use Dragon Medical One. Uh, integrated in with a next-gen EMR, and so um, you can transcribe directly into the EMR. So it's not necessarily sitting down with the computer and and manually entering everything. It's simply firing up the program and and dictating in. And, um, you know, it's very convenient for a game situation when when you don't have a lot of time to document, but you can go ahead and get the pertinent information down so that uh, you you capture everything in the moment and not try to remember it hours or days right. later. Um, which which is difficult at best. Yeah, and Dragonfly Max has the same thing where you can dictate into the, the record section, so it's super helpful. I think that just speaks to the point of when you're choosing EMRs to make sure, put yourself in a, in a like mentally in a situation where you're going to need to take a note at a critical point, critical point and pressure's on and you don't have a ton of time or privacy. Is that EMR going to do what it needs to do for you? And, and you found that both of your EMRs that you work with provide that for you? Yes. So athletic trainers out there that don't have an EMR that are considering it, what's your elevator pitch to them? Aside from the obvious that we talked about, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I, I think you would have to ask them why not. Again, answering the question with the question. But, uh, you know, attack the hesitancy. Find out what their fear is. And every fear can be qualmed with with reason so just you know find out why they're hesitant what they're struggling to understand or fearful of whether it's stakeholders not buying in or finances or whatever there's there's ways to get what you need if you actually want it yeah again it goes back to the standard of care um, for me and, and as athletic trainers we're consistently fighting to to prove our relevance in the medical community and our value and so um this is just meeting expectations. It, you know, it it does not. Uh, I, I in my mind, it shows less value when you send in a handwritten note that's on a fourth generation photocopy of a chart note that you uh, that you wrote down for a kid. And and I've seen that. I used to do that. Um, and then I got wise and started putting it on my computer and generating everything as a typed note, which that took so much time. Um, and again, once you once you get the EMR down and you're comfortable with it, it's a it's an efficient tool to use and keeps all your records easily accessible. You don't have to sort through a chart trying to find the data service. You just find the the data service in the in the history of the EMR. You click on it, the records are right there. You can print. You can you can send them electronically. Um, it it really is a uh, a valuable tool for the athletic trainer. So, you know, one of my big tasks is our PPEs at the beginning of the year. How does having an EMR assist with the PPE process? So, Dragonfly Max actually lets you take a picture of something and that becomes the file in the, in the athlete, in the patient's uh, document, basically, in their file. So, it's super simple. I, I get all the papers. That's what I'm working on right now over the summer is taking pictures over and over. And just and just, load it, it just loads it in there. It's super easy. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how simple it makes it. Uh, our system is a little more 
complex, um, but we can create a basically a PDF file that goes into the chart and is maintained in history by the serv data service and access it at any point in time. If we do it internally, it's part of the, the record history, but if it's an external physical coming in, we can save it into the file and, and have it easily accessible. I think that answers a lot of my questions that I have going forward. I, I'm, I really appreciate you guys helping me out with this and, and providing this information for not only myself, but the other athletic trainers that are out there that are considering or have reservations for, for going fully digital with an EMR. If anybody has any questions that we haven't answered here today, how can somebody get a hold of you, uh, Danny and Chris? Uh, my email address is dberringer, B-A-R-R-I-N-G-E-R, at N, as in Nancy, S-H dot, I'm sorry, N-S-H-I-N-C dot com. Uh, my email is christopher.dean at foundationhealth.org, and I'd be happy to, to help somebody out as any way I can with this process. It's it really is a game changer once you get it in place and get comfortable with it. Awesome. Thank you, gentlemen, very much. For Chris, Danny, John, we're out.